Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hi, it's Nancy Earle, and welcome to High Road to Humanity, and thanks for joining me today. Today's Sunday. It is May the 7th, 2023, and this is News with Nancy. The headline reads, this happened this morning, seven dead, at least 11 injured after driver plows into crowd near a migrant shelter. This is so sad, you guys. All this stuff happening in Texas, and I wonder why so much is happening in Texas right now. And we'll talk about that. This is what it says. Seven people were killed and at least 11 were injured when a man crashed his vehicle into a crowd of pedestrians in Brownsville, Texas on Sunday. Now, Lieutenant Martin Sandoval of the Brownsville Police Department said seven victims died at the scene and at least 11 others have been transported to area hospitals. The driver has been arrested and charged, but investigations are ongoing. The incident took place outside of Brownsville uh, Center, a shelter for migrants and homeless people in the community. It is unclear whether the shelter had any relevance to the attack. The victims were waiting at a city bus stop next to the center at roughly 8.30 a.m. Sunday when the attack occurred. So far, the driver has only been charged with reckless driving, but the investigation is ongoing. Sandoval told local media that more charges are likely to be filed, adding that the attack appeared to be intentional. You know, something strange is going on in Texas because these random things keep happening and it's out of character. For these things to happen. Now let's talk about what happened yesterday and God bless all of those people who perished and who were injured. This is crazy. Whether they're migrants or not, they're souls, they're people, you know, and for somebody to do this, it's just outrageous. Yesterday, Mauricio Garcia decided he was going to go to Allen, Texas. Now, he didn't live in Allen, Texas. That's the crazy part about this. This guy, Garcia, he was 33. He's from Dallas. So according to the records obtained by Fox News Digital, and that's what I'm reading this from today, the suspect's age, address, and vehicle matches the description of details law enforcement provided. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but he went in to this wonderful outside indoor mall in Allen, Texas, and decided to start shooting. And he killed eight people. And there are many in the hospital. They range from age five to age 61. So this was, you know, so why Allen, Texas? If he doesn't live there, why did he pick this place to go? An email account called Death, Destruction, and Love was listed in association with Garcia and records obtained by Fox News Digital. His brother, Christian Garcia, whose address is listed as that of Maracios, 
her records obtained has several criminal records, including burglar, burglary of habitation and public intoxication. So multiple FBI agents reported to a home in the Northeast Patrol Division of Dallas with several Dallas police officers standing outside. They were trying to um, get this guy multiple sources. They shot him right at the thing, but they're trying to find out why he did this, right? So here's what happens. All these people go shopping. This guy drives 30 miles to Ellen, Texas. This is where he's decided to go. They don't know why. They thank God there was an officer on the scene. And so he took the guy out, which was great. So here's what I think. I think a lot of this stuff can be orchestrated. I have a feeling that they just want to do whatever they can to get rid of our guns. And please, I'm not making light of these killings that are happening, but this is random. Allen, Texas is like a really safe, higher end community. So this didn't happen with somebody who actually lived there. This happened with some guy who lived 30 miles away and he went in there with the intention of doing this. Why? What was his motivation? Why don't they know his motivation? Are these people, you know, there is something called mind control. Are they sending these people in there or, or are they just disgruntled or what's happening right now? And why is it all happening in Texas? Why are we having so many, so many issues at the border? Why are we having so many killings happening in Texas? It really feels like Texas has been targeted. It's going to say this in Florida too. Any of these red states that are Republican states are really being hit hard. And I, I don't think it's an accident. This is too weird. It doesn't make sense. And there are no answers. Why did this guy do it? What was the motivation? What was the motivation for the guy who decided to just plow into a group of these migrants that they knew that were standing eight o'clock this morning? I mean, I don't know. And then they don't know. They say, oh, they don't know if drugs or alcohol were involved. Something doesn't sit right on any of this. And I just want to send blessings and prayers to the families that have been devastated by the deaths of their family members. And, you know, it, this is getting crazy. So I don't know. That's my take on it. Something's not right. But what they're not taking away are guns. <laughs> so I don't know. Conservation groups fight back against Biden's administration, misguiding regulations, efforts on hunting and fishing. This is really going to blow your mind. This this morning, and I was like, are you kidding me now? They are going to prevent us from fishing and hunting? Wow. New regulations from the Biden administration in collaboration with environmentalists would limit hunting and fishing in multiple states across the country. This is for real. You guys better start standing up. Check this out. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service is expected to publish regulations that would limit the equipment allowed on public refuge properties and expand the area where cost-effective lead ammo and fishing tackle is banned. What? International Order of T. Roosevelt, IOTR Executive Director Luke Higman is superheading the effort to get constitutional amendments on the ballot in several states in 2024 to secure the right to hunt and fish across the country. 
What we see here with the rule coming out of Biden's administration is the potential to close millions of acres of public lands that have been opened under the Trump administration for hunting and fishing. So Hilgerman told Fox News Digital they're doing this basically by banning the most common forms of hunting cartridges that most people buy off the shelf and referring that no lead cartridges be used on any federal lands. This is such, oh my God. If that happens, that's gonna force people to go back out and buy different kinds of cartridges that simply aren't available at the levels that it's needed to be in order for us to meet the demand of hunters in the field. You know, they're just gonna to try to make sure that we can't hunt to feed our families, that we can't fish to feed our families. That's what this is. You guys better start standing up and saying something. I might get in trouble for saying this, but I'm telling you, that's nuts. They're going to prevent people from, from hunting for food. Okay. It's major. This one too. I'm like, really? I don't even know. I had to come on today. There's just so much stuff. This one is Biden is uh, setting the stage to pardon Hunter. <laughs> oh my goodness. As he faces potential DOJ charges, well, yeah, he's going to pardon him. If he pardons him, you guys, and anybody votes for this guy, I swear, I don't even know. They need to be mentally tested. Biden denied that a potential Hunter indictment would have any impact on his presidency. He is setting the stage for pardoning his son Hunter at his department of, as his Department of Justice weighs a potential indictment stemming from a year, from years long federal investigation. So Miranda Devine warns, she was on Fox News this morning. Um, she's commenting and she says after Biden, Biden finally addressed the possibility of his son facing charges during a rare sit down interview where he dismissed the chance that it would have any impact on his tenure in office. That mythology of Joe Biden's that's been around for more than four decades, which is that he is a lovely family family man, a moderate Democrat, and this goes on. But um, let's see what happens. Can you imagine the fact that they go and finally indict this guy for all the stuff that he's done and then Biden pardons him? <laughs> oh my goodness. It's getting crazy. All right, I got some positive stuff. I threw a couple of positive things in here. I like this one. This is... Uh, Here's the headline. Just a handful of walnuts three times weekly boost attention and brain growth in adolescents. So if you've got teenagers, oh, especially those with ADHD. So it says a handful of walnuts three times a week is enough to boost attention and brain growth in secondary school kids, according to a new study of students in Spain. The nuts contain a type of omega-3 uh, oil that is particularly beneficial to growing brains. Scientists who studied 700 kids aged 11 to 16 found that cognitive development and psychological matur uh, maturation increased in those that ate the nuts regularly. So that's really cool. So maybe if we eat nuts, we'll get a little smarter. I don't know. I love nuts. Nuts are good for you. This is really cool. I, I picked this up um, looking for good news and I just thought this was really neat. Here's the picture, two ladies and the dog. I don't know if, you, if you're watching me on YouTube or if you're listening to me on the podcast, but there's a woman, there's two ladies sitting on the beach with the dog and headline reads, woman saved after her dog finds kidney donor at the beach. This is cool. This tells you there's divine intervention, right? 
In an absolutely jaw-dropping change of fortune, a Welsh woman with late-stage renal failure met a kidney donor on the beach who happened to be a perfect match. 44-year-old Lucy Humphrey um, from Carefilly has lived her whole adult life with lupus. But it was in 2017 that she heard from her doctors that if she couldn't find a new kidney in five years' times, there was a chance that she would die. So requiring kidney dialysis, Humphrey and her partner um, had to cancel their vacation until they decided to drive instead to the, to the beach to have a barbecue. And this is happening overseas. If you can't figure that one, I'll let you know. Anyway, while they were there, one of the two Dobermans, a big lug called Indy, kept running over to another camper to pester her. While she was crocheting, by the third time, Owen went over to apologize. And there were no hard feelings between the camper, 40-year-old Katie James and Indy. And in fact, she soon um, went over to the barbecue chatting and, with Humphrey. It was there James learned that Humphrey needed a kidney. She spoke up to mention that she had just joined the kidney donation register and offered to swap. And to be honest, I didn't think anything else would come of it, Humphrey remarked. It was there James learned that Humphrey needed a kidney. And she spoke up to mention that she had just joined. And so blood tests were done and the two campers were a perfect bat, something which Humphrey described as a one in 22 million chance. So after that, um, she was so excited. She they went camping. Um, it was like four weeks, I think, after the hospital. After she got out of the hospital, they went camping. Isn't that cool? I love that. I think it's a great, great, great story. All right. So King Charles was crowned. That was quite interesting, huh? To watch that whole deal. Why they still do this stuff, I don't know. Because costs a lot of money to do all this kind of stuff. And Harry showed up and then Harry's, I don't know if you guys watch any of this, but Harry's sitting there <laughs> and then his aunt's in the front of him with his hat on, with this big plume. And so he can't see his father. Anyway, it was crazy. Like that whole thing was weird. And then I watched a, a couple things on, oh my gosh, on TikTok where you see like somebody in a dark robe with like this, I don't know what they have. It almost looks like a sickle with them walking in the background. It is really bizarre. Anyway, so King Charles III and Queen Camilla tonight joined 20,000 people at Windsor Castle for the coronation concert. Now, this is cool. I didn't know. Um, Katy Perry sang, Lionel Richie sang, Andrea Bocelli uh, were among some of the people who sang. During the concert, the Prince of Wales paid tribute to his father and his grandmother, the late Queen Elizabeth II, by saying, Pa, we're all so proud of you. Uh, landmarks around the UK, including the Eden Project, Edinburgh Castle, and the Titanic in Belfast were all lit up and choreographed displays of laser projects and drone displays. That's kind of cool. So this was kind of a big deal. And um, Prince William did deliver a moving tribute, they say, to his father tonight um, at the concert. And in his speech, which came one day after Charles was crowned at West, Westminster Abbey, William recognized his father, um, his father's decades of service and commitment to others. And um, they have the speech here. But William made no mention of Harry or other living family members in his speech, choosing instead to focus on um, his father, the king, and to celebrate uh, his father this weekend. So that's pretty interesting stuff. I don't know if you like all the king and the queen stuff, you know, it's kind of interesting to watch. 
But um, it is an ancient ceremony. And I wanted to bring that up today. You know, I was kind of checking this out. I'm thinking, why do they still do this? So the coronation ceremony sees the crowning of a new king or queen. And the ancient ceremony is an occasion for spec spec spectacle and celebration. The English ceremony has remained essential, uh, essentially the same for thousands of years. Isn't that crazy? So um, the people in the abbey are asked if they recognize the new monarch and respond with God save the king or God save the queen. That's how they do it. And um, this thing has just gone on forever. And I just think it's really interesting. And following the oath, the monarch sits in the coronation chair made for King Edward. It was made for King Edward I in 1300. And the chair historically housed the Stone of Scone, also known as the Stone of Destiny. I think that was from Scotland. Yes, this stone is an ancient object associated with the kings of Scotland. Since 1996, it's been kept at Edinburgh Castle unless required at a coronation. You know, this whole deal, I'm a Scot. I don't know if anybody knows that, but my maiden name is McConaughey. I'm a Scot. And I went to Scotland. And you know that the Stone of Destiny that sits there, um, they say is theirs, but it's really not. It really belongs to the Scots. And the Scots stole it at one point. And they had it. And that's why they say that it's the stone um, since 1996. Because they actually let them have it back. Or they took it back or whatever. They probably took it back by force. I don't know. Somebody can correct me on that one. But it's kind of crazy how they still do all this stuff. You know, because the English are very proper. And to me, when I went over there and visited, the Scots are like more normal. Like, you know, basic. Really kind nice people. Um, so anyway, not that the English aren't kind, but I'll tell you what, it's a whole thing. It's a, it's a real divide, you know, when you go over there and, um, see the difference between the English and the Scots. So anyway, all right. So that's, what's going on. There's a lot going on in our world. I will say that I don't understand this whole thing in Texas. In fact, I do. I think it's definitely, um, something behind the scenes that we're not seeing or that we're not being, it's not being revealed, but there's a lot of stuff going on, you know, just going out in the world. People are angry. Went to the store yesterday and people are like so angry. It's like, dude, you know, I don't even know. You can't even cross the street. People don't want to stop. It's weird. People cut you off in traffic. The only thing I can do is just like smile and go, oh my goodness, they must be in such a big hurry. Or, you know, they must be having a really bad day. And I don't try not to let it affect me. I just smile and go on and do my thing. But, you know, it is evident that the mood in the world is just crazy right now. So here's where we got to really bring in more love and we got to bring in more kindness. And if somebody's nasty, you know, I'm just kind to them. If somebody's mean, I don't, I'm not mean back. I'm just like, eh, whatever, you know, smile. You know, what are they going to do? So get out there this week and just be the lights. I think I mentioned this last week, be those lights, be those bright lights and be kind and be compassionate and, you know, speak up, especially, gosh, you know, this hunting thing is really making me nuts because I can see it. It's like, you know, they're doing whatever they can to try to create a situation where we could be in trouble. And there's so many hunters and there's so many fishermen out there and, you know, they cannot, they can't screw up our um, food. You know, I think they're trying to figure out how to screw up the food chain. It's bad enough. The groceries are so expensive 
to begin with. And then trying to push all this fake fake meat and stuff on everybody. Not that I eat a lot of meat, but you know, it's just crazy. So I think we really need to pay attention, say something, make sure you vote, make sure you stand up, make sure you say something. I can't be the only one that says anything. I know you're all thinking it and nobody's commenting on my news. So I want to know what you think. Tell me, what do you think? All right, you guys, I'll get out of here for today. I've got a big week coming up. I've got some really cool shows coming up on the high road. So definitely check it out. Um, I've got one lady coming up. I've got these sitting here, so I'm going to pull them out. Listening to the flowers. Check this out. These are cards. I love when people do these. These are cards. She's coming on the show. Her name is, uh, uh, let's see. Her name is Dina Salas Salisi. Salisi. Here's a little booklet that comes with it. And here's all the cool cards. Look, aren't these neat? So I guess you pick one every day or you can just look at the cards and say, oh, I have that flower and this is what it means. Kind of neat. So she'll be coming on and she says, listening to the flowers. And so we'll hear what she has to say. So there you have it. I also have a couple more cool people coming on this week. It's a busy week here on the high road. I hope you guys will tune in or listen to my podcast. And I hope everybody has a terrific weekend. I'm going to get out of here. Everybody take care. God bless.